Welcome back to Dunkata Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Daniel. A new a new bonus episode today. That's what it is. It's a bonus episode. It's not because our normal schedule got thrown off. Nope. Nope. This was in the plan the whole time. We just we made a mistake last week actually when we said we would be interviewing Jonathan this week. Right. We meant to say okay, so, next week, so so this we are not talking about a specific book. We have not read a book for this episode. This is it's gonna be a little gonna be mostly video game themed. Thought we'd take a take a shot at some video game topics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, since it's since it's a little bit more of a freewheeling episode, I have I have a rant that's about something so specific, not related to fantasy, that normally I would not be allowed to do. Uh-huh. But since this is a weird episode, I'm gonna do it. Okay. And I want I want to hear your thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm not great. okay. I'm not sure if this is a if this is relevant to anyone else. <laughs> okay. Sure. Okay. Sure. Which is where we want to be. Yeah, that's great. All right. First question, Dan. Mm-hmm. What's the best flavor of jam? Raspberry. Oh no. Okay. Okay. You're wrong. It's blackberry. Everybody knows it's blackberry. Okay. It's blackberry. Blackberry is a close second. Yeah. And here's the thing, Dan. I have lived in three places, three different states in the last few years. So I, I, get, I get a lot of, I've gotten a lot of variation in my grocery stores, what's available to me, all that kind of stuff. Now, can you explain to me why the only jam that comes in, in the seedless variety exclusively is blackberry? It's horse apples, Dan. I can't, I can't find blackberry jam with seeds anywhere. You're telling what are we, me, what, you're telling me like, you want the seeds? Hold on. You don't you want, the want them to put seeds into the jam? Okay, first of all, seedless jam requires them to take out seeds. Yeah. You, I feel like you want seeds in the jam, do you not? Oh, dude, this is terrible. This is the worst. This would be like, honestly, this is only slightly worse. No, no, no. This is only slightly better than if you had come on the podcast and been like, I've been looking everywhere for seeded grapes and I can't find them anywhere. It's not the same. Not the same. Why do you want seeds? It's, it's a texture thing, Dan, in my jam. Otherwise, why are you, why are you not eating jelly? Okay, because you get crunchy peanut butter, and then you get the crunch. What? What were we talking about? Peanut butter and jelly sandwich? <laughs> no. That's not the only thing I use jam for, Dan. All right, all right maybe on some toast. toast. Fine. But, okay, you've already got the crunch of the toast. Why do you want seeds getting, like, I, stuck between your so teeth? It's so much better. It's so much better with seeds. <sighs> Just because you get little little crunchies in there? What? What? I I don't I don't quite know how to how to verbalize it, mm-hmm. vocalize it, whatever mm-hmm. the word is, but it's just so much better. I just don't get why all the other jam flavors have seeds, like raspberry jam. They have they have whoa, seeds whoa, and whoa. seedless ones. Wait a minute. All the other jams. We need to stop. Is- we need to stop right there. 
what is the difference between a raspberry and a blackberry? Like, have you seen, you've seen these two things, right? You've seen what a raspberry looks like and you've seen what a blackberry looks like. They look very similar, right? Yeah. So how come you can find raspberry jam with the seeds in it, but not blackberry jam? This is my, this is my question. This, this just seems, I'm like, I'm starting to get a little concerned actually, because I imagine it's a very similar process that they make the jam with these two things so like what are they doing to those blackberries that gets them in the jelly form are they even blackberries are we being fooled are we being deceived this is the the weird thing this is the thing that has me so frustrated because in my mind blackberry obviously superior for jam purposes Mm -hmm. reasonable people can disagree Mm -hmm. but in my mind blackberry is obviously better and seeded is better than seedless. And the fact that all other jams have seeded is just, is like a slap in the face to me because what, what I, I ha, why do I have to compromise? You know, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if there is this like weird, okay. Mild spoilers for the fifth season. Do you remember how in the fifth season, there was that guy that they had hooked up to all the instruments so that they could quell any shakes. And mm-hmm. he was like a weird mutant that they had really modified to get him to do what they wanted. I'm sure. starting to get concerned that the reason we don't have seeded blackberry jam is there's some giant mutant blackberry we've hooked up to a machine that it just like <laughs> sucks out its guts every now and then. <laughs> Like, I'm just imagining a giant blackberry that's, like, in pain, and we're just, like, carving off chunks of it yeah. in a lab somewhere. Yeah. I mean, this... The the fact that we don't have seeded blackberry jam is so absurd to me that we need this kind of conspiracy theory to answer that question. Okay. Because the other thing, the the alternative to my mutant blackberry theory is that somewhere we've developed a seedless blackberry and it's it's just like it's not coming out it's too powerful and so they haven't told people that they've invented this seedless blackberry yet and they've just used it for jam (laughs) which if a seedless blackberry exists that changes the game like I, i think you and i can both agree a seedless blackberry would be great Right? I kind of... I don't know. We just... We... You're very anti-seed. I'm surprised by this. I'm anti-seed... Like, blackberry seeds. Like, strawberry seeds, I'm into. Okay. For some reason, blackberry seeds are, like, a little bit too large and a little bit too... They're, like, too much for me. (laughs) It's too much. (laughs) Okay. Huh. I thought see I thought this I thought the pro seed thing was a uh, was going to be unanimous. See uh Yeah, my biggest thing with the seeds is just like I don't like digging seeds out of my teeth all day long. Okay. That's like not it's not worth it to me cuz I get what you're saying with the texture. I get it. But I can just buy crunchy peanut butter and then my PB&J has that texture already. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. 
Mm -hmm. problem solved. Okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. But point is, I'm, I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to ignore the fact that you can probably filter the seeds. Gotta be, (laughs) gotta be a giant seedless blackberry that we're torturing or a secret factory that has seedless blackberries that would just wreak havoc on the economy if we let it out so we can only use it for jam. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think that's true. It's got to be one of those two things. Um, Yeah. If you all know anything about this... Yeah, I'd love to get some info. Any info. um, Just tweet at Maybe a store that sells seeded blackberry jam because I can't find any. And not preserves, okay, you guys. (laughs) Preserves are not the same thing. Don't come at me with that. If yeah, listener, if your grocery store sells blackberry jam with seeds, take a picture and tweet at us. Okay? <laughs> Cuz now I'm starting to get concerned that this just doesn't exist and it should somewhere, right? I have I've had it before. Have you though, Luke? It's been like 3 years and I haven't found it since. Maybe something happened 3 years ago. What happened 3 years ago that the government doesn't want us to know? If you have information relating to this or really anything about blackberries and that conspiracy, just just tweet at us. Hashtag mm-hmm. blackberry conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or hashtag where the seeds. That's a good one, too. Ooh. Yeah, because blackberry is kind of like the phone thing. So where, where are the seeds? Where are the seeds? Let's go with that one. Yeah. Okay. At DC okay. to BC, by the way. <laughs> All right. Let's get to some video games, Luke. Okay, video game discussion. So let me say, uh, let me give my 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 own background on on video games. A little mm-hmm. bit. I'm not that hardcore of a gamer. Okay, so this this these opinions that I'm going to share are going to be not from someone that's like plays tons and tons of video games. Mm-hmm. I've played several video games a lot, and I've played video games my whole life. But I'm not like I'm not like what you would call a huge gamer. Okay. So I'm not I'm not coming at you with some super obscure games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm about on the same level as Luke. Just so you know, you know, we've played Skyrim. We've probably played too much Skyrim. We've probably played more than the average amount of Skyrim. Yeah, um, I'd say so. But yeah, I'm not like digging into the indie development world. Okay, let's let's uh, well just to warm us up. What's what's the what's the game you've played most recently? Uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know you had that. No, I, my roommate has a Nintendo Switch and has left it undetended in the living room a few times. And so your boy has been blasting through Breath of the Wild. (laughs) You've been, you've been playing Breath of the Wild. I've heard it's great. Haven't played it because I don't have a Nintendo Switch or access to one. I've been playing most recently... Uh, I I tried to get into Witcher after we read it mm-hmm. a little bit. It was just I think it required too much time, yeah, for me to like understand what to do or how to play really. Yeah, um, games are hard. Games are hard. Games, Luke. Are, t- games are tough. Uh, I played that for a little while. Most recently, have been playing a little Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But. Are we just liking to, that? 
I'm enjoying it. Okay. I, mean, I think it's fun. All right. I haven't played it that much. It's already getting a little repetitive, but it's been it's been fun. Yeah. How many um, follow okay. missions have you done so far? <laughs> how many times have you had to maintain like a good distance behind somebody before they can, you know, spot you in a crowd? Okay. It's it's that's definitely fair for the first million Assassin's Creeds. Uh huh. This one is a little bit different. It's a little uh-huh. bit more of an open world kind of kind of RPG situation that's doesn't have quite that level of mission yet. We'll see though. Okay. We'll see. I'll keep All you right. updated. All right, my my first topic of discussion mm. is most underrated games that you've played. When you say underrated, hmm. I'm thinking Okay, let's 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 talk about underrated in terms of like us or the people that would listen to this show. Okay. Okay, okay. There there's a game. It's a sci-fi game. It's about your your little spaceship and you're flying around. It's called uh Faster Than Light. Okay. Mhm. This game I don't think it's necessarily underrated. But I don't think a ton of people know about it. It's fairly popular. I'm not going to say I, it's this indie game that I heard about that nobody else knows. But like you haven't heard about it, right? No, I have not. Uh huh. So faster than light. It's like 2D, top down. Um, you like control a spaceship. You travel through these series of like points in a solar system, and there's like little scenarios that you're that you're put in that you have to try and solve and you have to fight other ships. Uh, very fun game. I've played that a lot. And it's not a game that is very difficult to learn. It takes like maybe an hour to run through it one time. Uh, <laughs> but it's like different every time you play it. Uh, okay. Great game. Faster than okay. light. Check it out. Okay. Yeah. Obscure. Kind of. I guess. I don't know. I don't want to call it obscure because I know there are like a lot of people know about this game. This is not a, this is not a deep cut, but (laughs) you know, it's not top 40, right? We're not listening. We're not hearing this on the radio. If we're driving down the street, you know, this is a little bit deeper cut than, than a radio top 40 hit. Okay. Okay. I have, I went in a different direction Mm -hmm. and this is going to be, this is going to be a wild thing to say. Okay. It's going to be absurd. I, and keep in mind that I'm specifically referring to underrated with like me, the people I talk to and the people that I picture would be listening to this. Okay. This podcast. Okay. okay? Here we go. Underrated game that I could think of call of duty. What? (laughs) Okay. Not this is, this is, I'm specifically actually talking about, the early Call of Duties. Early, or like, um, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare 2. Incredible games, okay? I understand why you would question why I would say underrated. Uh-huh. Because they're very popular. They're, like, one of the most popular video game franchises in existence, yeah. Yep. But they get a lot of shit, Dan, okay? And a lot of it is fair. <laughs> yeah. But I think that... The the hate that goes towards Call of Duty mm-hmm. has gotten a little out of control and has obscured the fact 
that I haven't played a lot of the most recent games, but the ones that got people super into it are amazing. Call okay. of Duty Modern Warfare in Modern Warfare 2, like, top games. <laughs> but, we, but, we, but we're forgetting about it. We're not. No, 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 Luke, Luke. I don't think anyone forgets college. Getting drunk in college and playing Call of Duty with your bros. Or hanging out in high school and playing Call of Duty online with your bros. Okay, okay. but I think... The, I don't think anybody's think... forgotten that. I think we've all just like kind of grown up and been like, oh, this game, they keep making this game. And it's like, I could just play the original one and it would be like the same thing. Okay, sure. So so that's part of part of my point is kind of that the everyone is or like the recent call of duties get this bad rap because it's like basically the same thing over and over again yeah kind of the same thing with like sports games yeah right and i think i think that the the overwhelmingly negative view from from that kind of observation obscures the fact that they're fantastic at least when i was in high school <laughs> Have you gone? Wait, wait, wait. Have you gone back and played one of them recently? Uh, I did like a uh, maybe like two years ago. Uh-huh. Went back and cl- played Modern Warfare Two, which is the best game in the series. Uh, the only thing is that the, no one like polices it anymore, so the <laughs> the multiplayer game just has so many hackers and stuff like that. So it's nonsense. But <laughs> when it was. <laughs> When it was being played correctly, uh, I think there's an argument for my favorite game. <laughs> You're already like a boomer, dude. You're already like, back in my day, <laughs> Call of Duty was the greatest game of all time. Now it's been ruined. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's fair. Okay, I, I, have another, I have another kind of, kind of weird answer. Okay. And that's early, earlier console games, not the glamorous ones like Nintendo 64 kind of stuff, like mm-hmm. PlayStation 2 games. Mm-hmm. Some of them are better than the current ones. What I mean by that is things like, things like Madden, for example. Okay. Football games. Uh-huh. Better on the PlayStation 2 with the garbage graphics than they are currently. What? It just it I think it just works better. Okay, what do you mean? How so? So so I think that the 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 sports game specifically football American football <laughs> works better when there's when it's less realistic for video games because there's there's less there's less like nonsense that goes on because they try to make it too realistic and it's it's there's like there's less space that you can move through if that makes any sense they now it's like everything's super realistic mm-hmm. in that like you can do you can do little movements in very small amounts of space whereas in uh... like the old games <laughs> it was more like you're either you're running in a straight line you're running a diagonal. You're pressing R1 to do it to do a little juke move to the right. Uh-huh. And it, saying, it just worked better. You're saying it, it was a better. simpler time. 
It's just You're saying time. this is the same reason you didn't like the latest Witcher game is it was too complicated. What we're learning, <laughs> folks, what we're learning today is that Luke is an old man in a young man's body. <laughs> and current video games are too complicated and nuanced for him. Too complex, for sure. He, he wants to just get back when there were like five buttons total you could press. That's all I want. And <laughs> the other, okay, the other example for this did you ever play, like, Tony Hawk 3? Oh, yes. I definitely played Tony Hawk 3. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. And I, oh, that's... And I think I played I played another one when it was, like... So the one that I'm thinking about was, like, PlayStation 2 or something mm-hmm. like that. I played another one later when it was on PS3, and it was too realistic. Yeah. It's like... They, they made it, like, too hard to, like, land tricks and stuff. And then when you crash, it's like, ooh, that was painful. <laughs> Whereas on the PS2, <laughs> it's like, oh, that's not a real person. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, it's definitely still very popular, but, like, only yeah. within a certain crowd. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, this is a good point, Luke. Maybe we've, maybe we've gone too close to the sun with some of these games. Maybe we that's, just need to get back to, to basics. And just like you're either running or you're jumping <laughs> or you're grinding. There's exactly. nothing else. Exactly. Um, okay. Do you, do you have another one for underrated? I don't. But I think I have a strange one for overrated that you've reminded me of. Okay. That's, that's the next topic I was going to. Okay. So this is going to sound strange. But I think the most overrated game series are the backyard sports games. Oh. Okay. This sounds weird because these are designed for children, I think. Mm-hmm. But I went back and played... All right, when I was a kid, I played backyard football, like, probably every day. Loved that game as a kid. Right. I loved making just the best team of all time and destroying... And winning the cereal bowl, I think, was the name of the of the final competition. Great, great fun was had. I went back and played it like five years ago. That game sucks. There's like <laughs> there's like very obvious ways to just win every game that you can do. Uh, there's not really any skill involved in it, and it's like, okay, this is, I know for some people out there listening to me saying this right now, I'm like ruining a part of your childhood, but I I would just ask you to go and try playing it again today <laughs> and realizing so, how bad it actually is. So, like, I, I obviously, I played it a lot as a kid and I haven't played it in a while, uh like what what do you what what can you do to make it win like i know there are little trick plays that you can get so once you learn how to actually get one of the trick plays because there's a there's like a way to so that you can like get a trick play if you do a cool move or if you get enough yards or or things like Uh that and if you get trick plays you like essentially just win the game you, if you, you know score how to on the them. trick play. Basically. Yeah, you're going to score on the trick play. And you even learn if the opponent has a trick play, you can counter it because you know exactly what they're going to do on this trick play. It's 
the reason that I think it's bad is because after playing it for five minutes, I knew how to never lose the game. <laughs> and I get... Okay. So as a kid, I was too dumb to realize this. And so as a kid, I just thought it was great fun, and I won pretty often. <laughs> but it wasn't even... It's not even really a game. It's... It takes, like, the littlest bit of thinking about it for you to realize it's not even really a game. Okay. And now the reason I lumped the whole Backyard series into one into one pot is because I, I, I think it's very similar with the other games. I remember I've played Backyard Baseball once or twice. I did could not lose. Could not lose that game. I, yeah. think, the, I think really the only one I played was was football uh-huh but now that now that you mentioned that i can definitely see that being the case and so when i say that it's overrated i definitely had fun but like if i saw my kid playing backyard football and getting hype about it i'd be like oh <laughs> oh here hey check it how, why don't you check out this cool game called dark souls timothy <laughs> This game will teach you teach you something about life. You would love it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, good point. I'm going to... So my most overrated games... They're... Only one, only one of the examples that I chose is somewhat interesting. Because the other examples were just like games that I wasn't good enough at. <laughs> Again, reinforcing our point that you're just like an old person that isn't good at games, so doesn't yeah. like them. So, so, for example, I'm really bad at Mario Kart, and people always <laughs> want to play it. I'm like, God, I fucking hate Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the same way with Rocket League. I've never played that. It's the it's the one with cars that play soccer, basically. Yeah, I've seen it played. It's very popular. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't think... <laughs> when I say I'm putting Mario Kart in most overrated... Not because it's a bad game, in my opinion. I just don't have fun when I play it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, here's, here's my more interesting answer. Uh-huh. And this is going to be controversial to you, because we have talked about how much we love this game. Oh, I know where you're going with it. Skyrim. Yeah, all right. And that is only because of one reason. Uh-huh. If you play it after a game with, like, a reasonable combat system <laughs> skyrim is unplayable so compare it to one what when you say play it to a game with a reasonable combat system what are you talking about uh okay so my the one that i played was dark souls yeah uh, like that i'm thinking of mm -hmm. dark souls you can you can do like all the weapons you choose have different different strengths and weaknesses everything you do can work like every weapon you can do work can work out in a different way you can, like, juke move. Not juke move. Dodge. Mm -hmm. Skyrim? I didn't quite realize it as much as, as I... When I was playing it. Because I hadn't really played something with a good combat system before Skyrim. Yeah. But, like... You just... In Skyrim? You just, like, swing. You're saying when you get into a fight with somebody in Skyrim... Your character... You basically just run into each other and click as quick as you can in order to kill them. Yeah, pretty much. Or 
Or you like you you get a bow and you like shoot him and then keep backing up and shooting him <laughs> because he can't reach you. It's terrible. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that too much. I mean, yeah, the, I will say the rest, everything else about Skyrim, I love. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and it's designed in such a way that the combat, you are obviously in combat a lot, but it's not that, you don't quite notice how bad the combat is necessarily. Mm-hmm. But when I played it after Dark Souls, I was like, what, what are we doing? I always, I just, whenever I play Skyrim, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a big guy in big armor, have like a war hammer and it's going to be cool this time. And I just, in, I end up being like a, someone in like sneaky armor that sneaks around and assassins, assassinates everyone because like, that's the only thing you can be. <laughs> so, uh, Bethesda, we know you're listening. Uh, with that new Elder Scrolls game you got coming out. Put in a dodge button. It can't be that hard. Or maybe just, you know, add a few more interesting ways of fighting. Mm-hmm. Sure. Take yeah. some notes from from software, you know? There it is. It's a free plug for you, From. Okay. The The next just general topic that I have is a video game world that you would want to live in. I've uh, got You go ahead. Go ahead. Let me think about this okay. for a second. I've got I've got a couple answers. The first one is uh Pokemon. Love to live in Ooh. Pokemon world. Uh. Cuz here's here's the thing. You the the argument against living in the Pokemon world is that there's like these terrifying monsters. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but I get the sense that they in my experience playing Pokemon, you know, no one, the 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 human never gets hurt, right? Yeah. I don't know I don't know I don't know what force is keeping the human from getting hurt, but it's there. So I'm going to say I'm going to say you don't have to fear. You don't have to be afraid of them attacking you. Okay. Sure. I got a question for you, Luke. Okay. Is everyone in Pokemon vegetarian? Um, you know, I don't know. I don't think so. And if that's the case, they're chopping up and butchering Pokemon. Right. Because you never see any other animals. Yeah. Ooh, that's tough. So, I, imagine, imagine going to a slaughterhouse... And just hearing the little, like, Pokemon cries of these Pokemon as you're like... Okay, yeah, you definitely go vegetarian then. You've got to, right? You've got to. For sure. But then, Luke, we've got a problem. Because there's a lot of plant Pokemon. Can you imagine if your corn, like, screamed at you? (laughs) So everybody's just eating grass, I think. Yeah. Otherwise, your food is screaming at you no matter what food you eat. Yeah. Ooh, that's tough. This is a this is a little nuanced discussion that I hadn't I don't I think I would considered. want to live in Pokemon. Okay. Just because of the just because of the food aspect of it. That you're I, it would be too difficult to know what I could eat that isn't like trying to be my friend. 
Yeah. Because I feel like that's part of the Pokemon is like they're all, you know, kind of trying to be everybody's friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, but good good things about Pokemon. Super cool animals that you can befriend. <laughs> yeah, uh, we love that. You can, like, ride them, some of them. Uh, Like, you can, for example, surf, fly. You tell me I can fly on my Sparrow. Yeah, okay. How that's... strong is this Sparrow? <laughs> <laughs> I guess pretty strong. This is a good point, Luke. Although I will say... You know, a lot of the those things already exist. There are animals that we have that we can ride and we can train to, like, do stuff. Which ones can you fly on? Okay, we haven't, we haven't learned how to train harpy eagles to not take us back to their nests and eat us yet. But, you know, maybe a few generations down the line we domesticate a big eagle... And then you're living in Pokemon world. Ooh, I guess then the question should be, how come we aren't trying to make Pokemon world a thing yet? Mm-hmm. Right? So like, let's think what we did with wolves. Okay. We had wolves are this scary thing that like to hunt and eat us. But we got a couple of them and we're like, hey, don't eat us and we'll help you out a little bit. We'll give you <laughs> treats. Now sit. And the wolf was like, okay, I guess I could sit. And then from then on out, smooth sailing. Are we are we training? I, this is something that I don't know because I haven't been to like SeaWorld. Mm-hmm. Are we training uh, sea animals to be able to ride on? I, I want to say they ride on dolphins at SeaWorld, which, by the way, don't ever go to SeaWorld. Please, listener, right. like, it's a terrible place for so many reasons. Don't go to SeaWorld. But I, I think they people ride dolphins. Yes, that's okay. That's cool. So I would like us to be able to also train like giant turtles to ride on top of. Yeah, the we would just have to stop. We would just have to stop killing them with plastic. I think for long enough (laughs) for them to survive, so we could ride on them. I think. I mean, maybe that's what gives. That's that's what gets it. You're saying the plastic is helping us get to this point of Pokemon? No, no, no. no, I'm saying I'm saying the the idea of being able to ride a turtle is what's going to give us the bipartisan majority to eliminate plastic waste from our lives. So you're saying we need these animals to be useful to us. <laughs> Otherwise, they could just eat plastic. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm going to run for president on the platform of reducing our plastic waste with the goal of riding turtles into battle. Oh, who are we? Hold on. Who are we going to battle with? Okay. Battle, battle into battle is used. Not literally. Okay. Take, take me, take me seriously. Not literally here, Dan. <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I hear that works well for presidential candidates. Um, <laughs> Okay. Actually, I feel like this is a good strategy. Because right now, you know, if you see a turtle, a sea turtle on the beach, you're not even supposed to touch that thing. Because there's, like, (laughs) five of them in the wild, and if you touch it, it could just, like, spontaneously die. Mm -hmm. Uh, That works. but, But if we go the other way and we're like, hey, if we get enough turtles, 
we can all have one to ride. Yeah. I feel like everyone would be like, uh, yeah, Ziplocs? No, thank you. Bye. <laughs> Plus, they live forever. You could get a hand-me-down turtle to ride. It's like, yeah. <laughs> this has gone so off the rails from fucking Pokemon. <laughs> I do think, though, like, we have the technology now. We should be domesticating a big bird for us to ride. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like... We domesticated dogs, and we didn't really even know what we were doing back then. Right. And it happened. I feel like now we kind of have the know-how. We've got we've read some books about, you know, dog training. We've got so what? Yeah. What? What? What bird is there that's big enough to ride? Ooh, a lot of the eagles are almost big enough, eagles. right? Okay. Which which all you have to do is just get the two biggest eagles, you know. Do that a few generations. Right. You yeah. got a really big eagle. Easy. No problem. This is this is the same vein. Eagles you can't do anything with because they're like a lot of them are endangered. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm running for president, Dan, on this platform. <laughs> Luke, uh make Pokemon real is Luke's <laughs> platform. It's an environmental platform that the, the end goal <laughs> The Green Party is taking a turn towards pokemon yeah yeah i think it'll work it sounds it sounds great okay luke so you want to live in pokemon world that's fine i think you've convinced me more than i had been i'd still be concerned about the ethics of eating pokemon um but that's fine that's fine um i think i would want to live in uh mass effect world okay so okay so i have not played mass effect Hmm. mass effect world is super sci-fi right it's uh very futuristic okay there's lots of aliens everywhere um and i just think i just think it would be great to <laughs> live with aliens okay and they're uh they're probably out there somewhere they're waiting for us to come mass affect them and yeah i think it would just be so fun to live with aliens in mass effect sure sure yeah okay so i haven't played that game so i can't i can't comment um you're heavy on the sci-fi today. You're a big sci-fi fan of game in games. I, I think most of my game, my game preferences lean sci-fi than fantasy. Okay. Yeah, because okay. I think I like spaceships a lot. I'm really into spaceships, Lou. <laughs> pro spaceships. I'm, we're pro okay. spaceships. That's what I'm going to run as when I run for president. It's just like, hey guys, we should get spaceships going on. <laughs> I'd love to meet aliens. So we can do a combined ticket. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon and spaceships. Oh, that sounds I would fucking vote for that. Are you kidding me? You right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Luke. Last thing. Let's get back to some video game talk. Okay. So we've read a lot of books with a lot of interesting interesting worlds, interesting magic systems. I'm curious if you could take one of the books that we read 
and make a game out of it what book what book would you choose and why um okay the one that comes to mind for me is your book Liza Lacamora really I feel like it would be a lot of good missions mm-hmm mm-hmm I think you could have you could have a lot of the the like first half of the book is you leveling up all of your skills needed you know because there's tons of skills needed in 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 the squad mm-hmm mm-hmm ooh you could have like a co-op kind of open world experience maybe you're competing uh-huh. with other little groups of people that are going around right it would be kind of like grand theft auto ooh okay okay i really like this i hadn't even thought of that actually um what was what was your answer so i think warbreaker would be super cool as a game because i think okay. the mechanic of the colors like enforcing stuff to do things is super cool and so you could do a lot of like really cool acrobatics and like the fights could be super intense with this uh the like magic system in warbreaker Mm -hmm. i think that would make a great game oh yeah okay i was i was thinking about that too a little bit it would be the 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 magic um What's the word I'm looking for? Like the way that you worked the magic into that game, I could could be very cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it could also be very bad. Oh yeah, it could be terrible. It could be <laughs> really bad. But yeah, I'm not thinking of what like the actual like most reasonable game is that somebody would make. I'm mm-hmm. thinking of if they did like a good job. Yeah. The magic system in Warbreaker would be very cool. Yeah, it definitely would. Very visually cool. Mechanically, very cool, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Probably be too complex for me to grasp. Yeah, Luke would probably hate it um, because the tutorial would probably be kind of long. Yeah, so Too many buttons. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, The other one I was thinking of that would be really cool, the fifth season. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Where you're playing as one of the, um, oh, what were they called? The people who can move rocks and kind of control the flow of the earth. Origins? Or- 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 Origins, yes. You're playing as like an origin. And there, I think it would be cool because the like scope of battles could be really big, right? You could like throw an earthquake at like an entire city. Oh. And you're like fighting other origins, and then you have like different factions already set up with the guardians. I think they were called, or the yeah, yeah. Um, so like, and it's kind of like an end of the world vibe. Yeah, yeah. Which those are very in right now. So yeah, I could see it. You know, okay. I think I don't know if anyone's done this. I think the best game would be um, what was it called? I think. Uh, the Last Wish or the Sword of Destiny. Ooh. Um, I think the that Witcher? was The Witcher. Yeah, I think that'd be a really cool game. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. 
Because I feel like... Mm, I don't think it would work. It sounds like it'd be really complicated. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't, and I don't like that. I don't oh, like okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, Luke. Because this reminded me of something, actually. Quick aside. This is current events. We're going to go to a current events segment. They're making a Netflix show about The Witcher. Starring Superman himself. I don't remember the actor's name, but he plays the <laughs> Superman. Okay. Uh, have you seen any of the trailers for this? Uh, I think I saw the first one that was released like a couple months ago. So they just released another trailer and I checked it out because I was kind of interested. Um, and what is Geralt's... What are What are the top three defining characteristics for Geralt? Like visually. Uh, white hair. Number one. Yep. Uh, I think he has a lot of scars. Okay. A lot of scars. And, uh, let me see. I know when he, like, when he, like, takes potions or something, he looks, like, inhuman almost. What about him makes him look inhuman? There's a very specific body part, or pair of body parts, that look inhuman. His eyes? His eyeballs! His peepers! What's special about his eyeballs? I don't quite remember the details of what happened okay. with his... Does, it, does the pupil dilate or something like so that? So he's got cat eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Where his pupils are vertical. Yep. Okay. That's like a very distinctive thing. People instantly recognize him because he's got cat eyes with the vertical pupils. In the show, they didn't do that. They just made his eyes yellow, which I get it. That's, like, fair. But, like, one of the defining characteristics of Geralt is that he's got vertical pupils like a cat. Is it is it hard to make that a I don't thing? know. I don't know. Because they're already making his eyes yellow, right? So they're right. doing, they're giving him some kind of contacts or CGI or something there to make his eyes yellow. There's no way it's hard to make it. Just make it look cat, like a cat eye. I'm sure <laughs> there's some reason. I'm sure there's some reason why they didn't do it. But like, mm, it's giving me va- bad vibes already. Seems, it's giving me easy. bad vibes. Um, so I don't know what's going to make it from this episode of the recording into the show. It could end up being like... It went long. I was expecting this to be a 30 minute. (laughs) Yeah, it could end up being like a five minute update and then, and then nothing. But I'll tell you what, we'll throw this in there just in case. We'll throw this in at the end. So, you know, there was a lot more material that got cut. (laughs) There was a lot more. We're we're running over an hour on the recording time. (laughs) We'll see how much makes it makes it past the the cutting room floor. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> in any case, uh, next week we're going to be talking to Jonathan on the pod about the Gray Bastards. Send us your questions. Uh, we'll send out a tweet this week asking for questions as well. Um, let us know what you want us to ask him. If you don't, we're going to come up with just the dumbest games like we have been the last few interviews. You've listened to our interviews. You know what they are. That said, keep coming back. Keep coming back here for the hottest of takes. And for the dumbest of nerds.